sold a suitcase in a garage sale. Um, and it had a bunch of stuff and it had his, his name is Frank H. Caliendo. So he sold it and then somebody contacted me online. It was like, is this your stuff? And I, I was like, well, yes, but it's because my dad was just giving away my childhood again. <laughs> in his case. How did that how did that come about? Your dad was just like, Oh, you're too old for He's always stuff. selling stuff of mine. <laughs> Even while we were kids, he was selling stuff. We'll get into it. The Caliendo cast with Frank Caliendo, John Holmberg, Scott Long, and the rest of the Caliendo crew. It's the most important podcast in the history of Western civilization. We uh, we do you do any impressions? Do you do any voice? Uh, do you do any voice work? Not. I I don't even want to try to. No, absolutely. You have to. Everybody <laughs> says that. Dude, you should uh, hear some of the crappy voices we do. It. I, mean, I, I, I can I can try to pull off a dinero, but you know, dinero is in Spanish currency. <laughs> hey, the face. Hey, that's money. good. That's very I, I good. Can do the face. Yeah. Is, is this right? Yeah, you just put it where yeah, he's been playing with you. Um, talk into yeah. it. <laughs> Talking. Oh, my God. I didn't think I was going to have to describe this, uh, All right, so here's what we do. No, no, listen. Yeah, we'll get into it. Uh, we do a thing called Berman warm-up. So we, how's your Chris Berman? We got to work on a Chris Berman for you? Um, you'll, you'll have it in like a minute. You'll yeah. have it down. All right. It's easy. It, I'll, I'll follow your lead. Just uh, it, um, <laughs> A-E-I-O-U first. A-E-I-O-U. And? Sometimes. Why? Yeah. How easy it is? You just got to be. Yeah, bring that mic a little bit closer to your mouth. Let me try it. Let me try like this. Is that all right? He's rested there. He's rested right here. Whoop. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> that was it. Perfect. We are making ourselves obsolete every week. I know. It's great. Ah, it's just human. It's TikTok where everybody's ah, just doing everything. We can franchise it. Oh, I have a cramp. Are you guys TikToking? Uh, oh. I'm, I'm on. Hold on. We got to do our Berman oh, warm-ups. Don't try and drive sorry. the oh, show. So, sorry. Sorry. Oh, God. I mean, I, I've struggled enough with learning how to drive the show myself. <laughs> you, you want me to in? pick the one we're going to do today? Yeah. Uh, I, I just, I'll start with this one. How about this? This is a good one. Imagine an imaginary menagerie manager. Well, I need to imagine an imaginary... Ma- ah! Yeah, you it. <clears throat> imagine an imaginary... Get too long. Too much. You got to get it. Oh, you know what? That's a tongue twister. That's what what we're doing. Imagine an imaginary menagerie manager. Imagine an imaginary menagerie manager. We're going to have to go through it one more time. Nobody circles the tongue twister wagon. Imagine an imaginary menagerie manager. There he is. Oh, the only one out is you. Yeah. Imagine an imaginary menagerie manager. Now we can start the show. <laughs> and now everybody do it at the same time. One, two, three. Imagine an imaginary menagerie manager. Yeah. Say what you will, but that's getting applause. That's really what it's all about. Nobody circles the applause. Like... Big-headed Dick Toledo. And we're out of time. Well, <laughs> thank you for coming down. <laughs> Thanks for making it all the way down here, Man, Uber driver. So you you like Steve Byrne, who you were on the road with um, this week. Get into the studio here, and you're just amazed by all the I'm, junk I have. I'm fascinated because I, I used to – my parents made me get rid of all my junk. That's funny. My dad sold mine. So, yeah, my parents weren't that smart. <laughs> But uh, I'm I'm fascinated because, you know, Steve Byrne, who you mentioned, like this character here. Uh, Sheeta? Yeah. 
Like who who has that? Well, Nobody. see, these are this, those are figures toy store uh, figures um, toy company. So Green Lantern, they're remakes of what we talked about on the Burn episode. Which they're is not the, the legit Eagles. one. Is this yeah, is this Magnum PI? No, that's Hopper from Stranger Things. Oh. I might put him in a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> but he's. I think that was that's part hilarious. of the joke. The part of the joke <laughs> is in the show. It's an it's an '80s show, so he's dressing like Magnum yeah. at a certain point. Yeah, but you have you have like stuff that I haven't even seen. In like, because I I go to um, I frequent like some of these stores and stuff where they sell this memorabilia and all that. Right. I have like I haven't even like. It's I didn't see something like the Wild Stallions. I just loved. Uh, Whoa, Ted Theodore Logan. You know Uh, that kind of stuff. So we got some of those. Did I ever tell you that the house, like two houses down from mine, is Ted Theodore Logan's house in the movie? No way. Yeah. I shut up. Found it in my neighborhood. They they just applied to shoot there again. Oh, and wow. so they're doing it right in front of his house. Yeah, it's like, oh, oh we're going. We'll there. go. We'll do a show right in front of him. <laughs> the people inside will love it. It's pretty much the same. They redid their porch, but it's pretty much because I got an email from somebody that said, "Do you realize that you live like five houses down?" And it was Keanu Reeves who sent you two. Whoa! You realize <laughs> how strange it is that you and I'm like, really? And they sent the address, and I drove by, and I'm like, it is. And then I looked online, I'm like, it's the house. It's right. Are they doing this like a reboot? It's, yeah, they're they're they. they there's a permit to reshoot there. They are right right now in our neighborhood. So, oh wow! I got a, it's a weird little kind of strange enclave. That's in Arcadia, <laughs> over in uh, Biltmore. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, really? Yeah, right. I had no. We idea. Could, I mean, we, uh, next time you're over, I'll walk you to it. It's cool. And then two guys walk into Ted's house and then going, whoa, and then walking back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's <what> Rufus <laughs> sixty nine, dude. <laughs> I I didn't even realize when I was a kid. I didn't even realize that was George Carlin as yeah. Rufus. Somebody said that. Was it really? Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Oh yeah, there's dude. crazy stuff. So. How was the how were the shows this weekend? Was it They were great. Uh you've performed there. Yeah, but not not since the the, the end COVID. of the world. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were good. You know, they they were trying to socially distance. Um uh, but people, What does that mean? I don't crying. Know, physically, socially. Like people just know. can't help it. I swear to god, man, people were like inches. Yeah. Uh. Did they start out further apart and slowly get to closer together? Steve believes that they were distance and I was like, "Bro, they were like inches away from each other <laughs> and, I, and but people i just feel like people in arizona were just like coronavirus what coronavirus we're above that yeah we're really not i think <laughs> we're getting oh we check the stats yeah. we're getting to check well no yeah. while we were here this weekend the the, oh. the, the numbers jumped. we heard Insane. you brought it yeah how dare you i mean the one catalyst not to you, our numbers you jumping steve. are you and steve, steve being in it. town steve had his kids steve actually had his kids introduce him last night on stage he brought really? his family to this nightmare? Oh, yeah. Oh, Steve. Hey, listen, if one's going, everybody's That's take true. them all down. Like good Titanic. You know what? Ship's That's really sink. herd immunity. Yeah. That's true. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, you don't have to worry about if Rub you, all you the brought shit it back, you're face, all too. bringing it back. Yeah, that's true. They're, they're all eat community food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you worry about that? Like, you're traveling now. I mean, it's got to be, especially because the states that are open to do it are the ones just spiking. Yeah. Well, I... So I quarantined in, I was just, by accident, I was in Aspen, Colorado on a ski trip uh, on March 8th. You got a lot of air quotes. Yeah. The, uh, does nothing actually exist in your world? Or I'm, I'm feeling I'm, you may I'm be running drugs. <laughs> I'm one of these guys. You know, a ski trip <laughs> where I had tons of snow in my body. No, I was, uh, I, so I had relocated to um, New York City right before the pandemic broke out. And then okay. we went to um, Aspen. And then like two days later- you know, everything, everything went crazy. So we, we quarantined there for 40 days. Oh my God. And my, my friend was with his family and he was like, cause I, I cook, I'm a 
Sure. I'm not like like classically trained. Not, I didn't go to culinary school. You're not classically <laughs> yeah. trained. Frank. I'm going to do it every time he says I'm just you know I'm not a professional chef. I don't have my own reality cooking show. This interview's I, over. I'm out. <laughs> Get me, get me an Uber. Go back to the beginning. You beat me. That's the imagine best. an imaginary menagerie. <laughs> Would have been great if he just said, this interview is over. <laughs> oh, I'm right, crying now, again. This is I'm, good. It's crying for the right reasons this time. Now I'm self-conscious. Um, yeah. No, please do it more because I love making fun of you. Yeah. No, we were we were at Aspen, and so I was like basically private chefing for my friend and his family for forty wow. days, like literally from seven a.m. to. 10 and you're by yourself, just with them, but I mean, yeah, it was like him and his you. kids and his mother, and it's just, so it was like I was just like acting like a private chef for forty days, which was fine because I didn't sure. mind it, and there was nothing to do anyway. Um, and then I went um, back to. Uh, he lives in upstate New York. Can I stop? Did you record any of that? Like, did you, I did. Did you record, turn some of it into? Yeah. So it's funny you should ask because we had I we rigged the the um, not anything this professional, but we nothing's some, this professional. We get calls have, like, from CNN. <laughs> How did you do this? <laughs> no, I'm impressed, man. The 4K cameras all over. We had. Uh, yeah, I bought all this before, right before the end of the world. And <laughs> did I, you really? Oh yeah, right before I couldn't work anymore. <laughs> I'm yeah. impressed. I haven't seen a. a, a, a Podcast? What do you call this? Podcast? Yeah, just we're only running guys in this basement. (laughs) No, this is impressive, man. I mean, whoever rigged your, you know, studios, RTI Brian. Yeah. Well, congrats, whoever did this. But uh, yeah, we had little GoPros. Like I had like the head cam, you know, the porn cam, (laughs) the POV cam, which reminds me, we got we got it by the end of the show. We have to remember Toledo to. We're gonna go for. Oh no. uh, We go to John's history. In his phone. porn sites, oh, okay. and John Madden oh. does John Madden reads oh, yeah, porn yeah. titles. <laughs> not yet. Same. I know. I just, we I just want, want to see people where to stick going. around. That's a big. Bad it could be. It's a big <laughs> part of the show. Just like the Berman warm-ups. I found because the new of Trump this segment, bit. I found that because of this segment, I'm now jerking off to much more disturbing stuff. <laughs> uh, it's, it's like it's entered my like. Well, I could jerk off to this, but it's so so not Frank. All right. I Meanwhile, think back in a metamed story, I'm jerking off. I'm thinking of Frank in this the podcast. I said, meanwhile, I'm meanwhile. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Super Friends voices we explored with Steve Burke. So you're taping yourself, Cook. Yeah. So I just <laughs> Should see then, if he tapes himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, I don't know. Do you cook at all, or? Uh, yeah, from time to time. Not nothing extravagant. Nothing that takes actual work. Like if you got to boil something down, or right. you know, I yeah. throw stuff in water and make you're, it happen. Yeah. But it's I I I take pride in it. Frank. Yeah. Nice. So, awesome. Um, I I'm I'm pretty good. Um, <laughs> now, did yeah. you post any of this stuff? Some of it, like on my Instagram stories, I wasn't really trying to keep them up there because I don't want to like, I don't want like one of those snobby chefs going, well, you should have yeah. used uh, oh. troll. Chef trolls. Yeah. Oh, chef trolls. Who I can't like, imagine how awful that would be. Uh, and then I ended up back in LA where I'm at now. I'm in Venice Beach and talk about a Petri dish. Yeah. Ugh. Oh. The whole place is just. Well, really? my son just told me Ugh. we could never move to LA because it's too, my son's 15 year old going to turn. Well, but you know he won't be sixteen yet by the time this comes up. But he'll um, he'll be thirty five. He the will time be forty. <laughs> he, yeah, he he was telling me how expensive he just for some reason looked up houses in L A. He's oh, like, yeah. oh, I'm so glad we don't live there because it's just so expensive. The real estate's ridiculous. Like he's gonna pay the <laughs> yeah. I, I, he's got a shoe business. So yeah. are you really? shoes? Are you into shoes at all? Oh yeah, I am. Yeah, heavily. Oh, really? Does, does he make them or? Oh no, no, no. He <laughs> likes like oh he Nikes is that and his? stuff like that. No. 
He, no, he doesn't uh, do anything other than it's very, he, it's he very buy, Italian. Buys and sells. He buys yeah. and sells. Buys and sells. Uh, and he is the importer or exporter. So yeah, <laughs> that's true. Okay. Well, I, now now that I know, no, well, um, I got a shoe contact. Yeah, yeah. So what? Uh, where where were you? I'm sorry. He's in Venice. Venice Beach. Oh, so your son's he's pricing houses. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's uh, well, the state tax there is like thirteen percent or something. What Point, is here in Arizona? Three, like nine. Is it nine years? Yeah, we got a pretty good. We're, 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 I can't remember. Like, maybe that's, that's pretty that's, high. I thought it was a seven, eight, four. nine, something like that. I don't know. Who knows? When you've got this much, who pays attention to tax? I feel like <laughs> artists are moving out of LA slowly and getting. It's like moving to like Arizona, yeah. Vegas, uh, 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 Nashville. I guess is a new that home. happens where people have, especially Nashville's in Tennessee, where they have no state tax. Right. Same with Nevada. Right, and there's lots to do there. Right, and you don't really need like the L.A. Like you're smart because you live here and you can fly into L.A. in an hour yep. and take meetings or, you know, now virtual stuff. But <clears throat> I feel like L.A. is just kind of tired these days. It's like a tired city. It's exhausted because it's just been churning at the the speed it's been at for so long. Yeah, I, the one thing that I've always thought about huge cities is that when something like this, an unpredictable thing like this, happens, it is inevitably going to be the one that stops the hardest. Oh, yeah. It has to because it's moving so fast. So people when it stops, it out. stops. Oh, but remember, imagine. there are also people are, you say rubbing elbows and stuff like that, but they're rubbing everything there. Well, yeah. yeah. Every, I, mean, I mean, and we're finding out that there's a lot of business was done that way and all yeah. that stuff's coming out as yeah. well. But there's there's a lot of under the, under the table. Kind of, <laughs> but it's know. hitting the brakes on a semi versus a car. Yeah. It's yeah. going to take a little longer for that place to slow down. Oh, start. man. you Because I was there when it happened, and you, you would be sh- – I mean, well, first of all, um, all the comics that are in L.A. are just, lo- like, pulling their hair out. Yeah. Because, like, what are you going to do? Very few, you know, comedians have found a way to sort of monetize. Right. Like, what you're doing is brilliant. It's genius, and you're already keep, way ahead keep of Keep going. The, way ahead of your game. <laughs> Continue. Thank you. That's why I'm here. Um <laughs> No, you were just ahead of your get. You know, you were just ahead of the game. I was actually way behind. I'm trying to catch up. Right now, but that's, no, there's strokes. It's, it's we're trying to do that. There's that's 100 percent the truth. The people who've been listen. I remember people saying getting in get into podcasting ten years ago, and then I tried. We started a little bit five years ago, and people were like, eh, there's already too many. And since then, it's gone crazy. Well, you also it's it's watered down because you see the the comics that are doing it it's mostly comics interviewing comics yeah. like i guess rogan is one of the you know exceptions to the rule where he'll have he's like, different he'll have just like you know random guests and yeah. shit like that but uh most comics are just interviewing comics and it's boring yeah. Yeah. well thanks for telling me about it <laughs> thank god i'm not a comic uh <laughs> that's right no we try to do we actually try to do lots of different people but the you yeah. know the comics People always have something. As long as you're not talking about comedy the whole time, yeah. I think, uh, you know, as long as you have some old school memorabilia around <laughs> in the studio. Distractions. And you could do you loads Berman, of just go, dip, dip, dip. Yeah. Just nonsense. Yeah. As long as you got nonsense, that's pretty good. By the way, what's that Al from? Oh. What movie was that? We're playing a game now. Yeah. What, do you, what movie do you think it's from? I want to. I'll, I'll give you three choices. Oh, Clash of the Titans. Yes, yeah. I was going to say Crawl, but again, Clash of the Titans. Bubo, yeah. the weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Bubo the yeah, owl. Where the hell did you get that? I'm like, that's who, an eBay. Sometimes, like, who has this? We, we looked on eBay to get that, and it looked better on eBay. And then when it showed up, it's just <laughs> that's garbage. pretty cool. No, I recognized it right away. I was just trying to figure. But when out you when movie. you put it next to the real one. It's not even close. No. Oh, really? Uh, no. I mean, and I don't know. It, That's the Sky Jordan Kmart version of Air Jordan <laughs> right. of Bubo from. But Clash this is of the a Titans. radio. 
We oh, didn't is it realize really? that. Well, oh, wow. it will yeah, it's never tuned into ninety-eight. Yeah. So we, the memorabilia here, you, you swing and you miss every once in a while with stuff we bought. But I got a new thing. I'm impressed, man. Yeah. Now you have nunchucks. Like who has nunchucks? <laughs> the nunchuck. The nunchucks is because uh, I there's a just in case there's no there's a place called Phone Ninjas that uh, was looking doing some advertising here. And uh, that's uh, those are real nunchucks. That's the real deal. There's a ninja suit around here. No. no, Oh, really? No. There's a. So do people reach out to you and they're like, Frank, we love your stuff. Here's a bunch of stuff. People are starting to do that. And we had Todd McFarlane in here, who's the creator of Spawn. Yeah. Or not in here, but we did him virtually. He actually just lives down the street. Oh, really? Um, But he sent us a bunch of toys too. And so yeah, people people are starting to see stuff and send us stuff, which is which is really great. And then. yeah, so uh, I don't remember where I was going with that, but uh, <laughs> nunchucks. You were going to show your yeah. Skills. Do you want to fight? <laughs> you should see what he Not can with do those. with these. Yeah, no. So Amazing. it's yeah. The idea is just to have a little bit of everything, and it's I, kind of my childhood going no, on. Here. I love it, man. You have a Thanos hand over here. A lot of toilet paper going on. Yeah, gotta well, keep it together. Yeah, just in case. Just in case something happens, you you never know what you're going to bring out. There's a lot of shit being slung. <laughs> yeah, around it has here. to remind you of your uh, trip in the Wild West bus. A little bit. Just shit everywhere. Toilet oh. paper, a bunch of guys just doing nothing. Oh, Nunchucks, a yeah. couple fights. I, it was actually on again a couple nights ago. I heard it's streaming on some. What, where'd you see it? It was on uh, it was on one of the cable channels. I don't know which So this one. is Sullivan and Son? No. No, no, no. Oh. This was the Vince Vaughn thing. I, oh. I did a- Oh, the Wild West Comedy Tour. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But I wondered, like, uh, I didn't, I don't know what's in it. Like, And I'm like, man, is that something you're comfortable with today? Because it's 15 years old? Yeah. It's like, uh, man, was there something that's going to be said in that? That Showtime decides, or whoever's running it, says, "Ah, hey, we'll throw this back in there," and then you realize, "Oh my God!" Me and Peter Billingsley said horrible shit, and they filmed it, and now it's going to kill me. Um, <clears throat> I don't remember saying anything that would ruin my reputation. I um, took notes. <laughs> There's so many. Things. I think there were a couple, probably moments in the in the documentary that. <laughs> there are those things. Again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, do That's keyboard a... and then that. They were uh, <laughs> typing uh, the keyboard. Were, and, uh, <laughs> and I'm going to start doing. Uh, like a Victor Borga kind of thing. Like when you do a, do the air quotes. <laughs> and you do typing on a keyboard. Which is Gleek from the Super Friends. <laughs> I remember Gleek. Wasn't, that, <laughs> wasn't Gleek the monkey? Yeah, yeah. he's right here. Right. Man. Oh, you have a Gleek too? Oh, man. The Wonder Twins? Oh, he might be up front. What oh, Gleek's up there. Gleek's yeah. up, Gleek's up there. Yeah, yeah when, the, when, the, when they couldn't touch uh, their hands together, Wonder Twin powers activate, Gleek's nose would get in the middle. That's right. Oh. Yeah, he would connect them. I remember that. Yeah, shape of a donkey, form of donkey spit, you know. <laughs> So that wow, that question took a turn. <laughs> Who knew? That's never been answered that way ever. Really, Gleek has never been involved in. Are you worried about your career being ruined? <laughs> <laughs> you know who I think of when I think of ruined careers? That Gleek. <laughs> well, he was a career ender. I'll tell you. Yeah, that. he was. He'll kill you. He better than Wendy and Marvin. But you know when when the Super Friends. Uh, Oh yeah, was, was out um, when when they introduced the Wonder Twins. That's when I feel like the show was mm-hmm. going downhill. Really, I loved it with the oh, Wonder the Twins. Wonder Twins were the worst. Make water, really? Well, because they always did stupid stuff. Yeah, like put water in a bucket, and they would. So you wanted out. Wendy, Marvin, and the Wonder Dog? They couldn't fight. No, they always slowed the process by going. Oh, geez, what are, they what were are we, the what Gilligan? Are we yeah, they were the they Gilligan. Were the, yeah, they were. Of exactly the super. Friends. And they always, the, one, the 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 chick turned into water. Was that right? She would always she turn elements. into yeah elements. Yeah. elements. Of, yeah, and the and the guy turned into like useless animals. <laughs> thing. Yeah, so it would <laughs> be like right. that's Jaina, Zan right. and Jaina. Yeah, right. And Zan would always do the. Uh, 
and you, you still didn't play with a comic podcast every day. <laughs> you know, the, uh, uh, I never thought at at when I turned fifty years old I would be on a podcast. Yeah. Well, you turned bad. fifty yesterday. <laughs> yeah, is that yesterday you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, you feel any different? <laughs> uh, you know, mentally now, spiritually now, physically yeah. <laughs> Imaginary, 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 imaginary. So I did a, um, I, I did an IG live with Ahmed, and uh, I, this is one of those weird things where stuff you don't see every day happens. I, so we were just, uh, and people can, I, I don't know if you know anything about the IG lives, but people can send in comments the entire sure. time, yeah. And people just send in the worst, random, racist, but just terrible. Yeah. Really? Is that always I, I like I didn't even know what to think as that was happening because yeah. I'm you know a, a well he had a lot of hits because obviously your followers and stuff so IG live you can do like sure. split screen so the host is normally on top and the, the right guest is on the bottom and then they have comments that just float come in and uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh, you were so thank you for doing that you were so kind you know during the great. quarantine I was just trying to. Do stuff. Yeah, I was just trying to yeah. do stuff, and I was just calling up my friends like, "Hey, you want to do an Instagram live?" But yeah, a lot of people, a lot of trolls were coming on, and like, what were they saying? Stupid stuff. Just ter- like not even not even thoughtful racism. They were just <laughs> right, like just <laughs> the thoughtless, like, just stupid stuff. Just troll, you know the trolls. Oh yeah, yeah they, just trolling. I just don't understand why you'd even get involved. Well, you can <clears throat> you can because you're anonymous on there. You can. Yeah, well, you, no, 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 I get that part. I'm just saying. Oh, I'm talking about you two. Like that's the that's the reason I have pulled off of the social media thing so bad, or tried not to do too much. It's because I don't want to deal with that. I think people. I'll speak for myself. I think you know most of us were just trying to kill time. True, and and I've actually uh, was trying to get a podcast going after that with a buddy of mine um, who I grew up with in L.A. Uh, we were going to do a podcast called Hollywood Tales because he right. like grew up with Guns N' Roses and he always has like oh, wow. crazy stories. So we're like, let's do a thing called, uh, and he has a great voice. Eventually it's just going to be called Roses. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, people, I think we were just trying, you know, right Killing. now the, the thing is Zoom call. I don't know if sure. you're doing these Zoom oh. Yeah, we've done some. Oh, it's hard. Awful. It's, it's tough. Awful. It's, it is. So you were trying to do Zoom uh, Zoom podcast? Or you, well, we were, no, we were just, we, we did a couple episodes of a, of a podcast. Nothing at, of this, you know, Major, Again, but, CNN uh, calls. Yeah, CNN, when CNN calls, um, but it was the you know it was mostly like it's, that's where I'm getting most of the traction is Instagram. Right. I think most people are. I think I don't know. Are you guys on Facebook much? Or I do none of it. None of it. He I has mean, people he, handling for him. I kind of Toledo does it for the, like for the, for the podcast radio. and stuff for me, and he does it for the radio. But I, I don't pay it. I don't. But your Instagram is huge, like you're huge on Instagram. Yeah. Not huge, but I'm getting it's getting bigger. You get a lot of views, bro. Uh, for the amount of people, because I don't even have a hundred thousand people yet, but I've gone up fifty thousand in the last six months right. or something. Well, like, this helps too. I mean, yeah, little bits. But I, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. Listen, I, 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 I paid too much attention to Twitter, which you can't monetize, right? And then Instagram, you can. YouTube, I should have been doing a lot more. And I am throwing stuff up on TikTok. I'm gonna make Homebrook start Ooh. doing stuff with me on TikTok. Just voice. I threw up a Val Kilmer thing <coughs> yesterday. Yeah. Oh, it was great. Megan it, showed it last it night. It was fine. It was, but it was just a line from the movie. Right. It's the tombstone. But people yeah. like the content, brother. You got to keep. But that's it, that's not really content. That's just straight mimicry. Another. I've been seeing a lot of these. Um, and there, there, that one kid did the Star Wars one. Um, I love it when you call me Senorita. Yeah, you see that? Uh-uh. He <laughs> actually had some subtlety to his 
impressions. He did a yeah. bunch of Star Wars impressions, and when you can contain them in uh, you know, one movie, it seems less random, So, or, or one series of movies. So he did a bunch of them, and all you really do is say, I love you, senor. He did, you know, right. and oh, I love it when you call right. me senorita. You know, it's not, <laughs> right. some of it is hard, but he did a great Harrison Ford. He looks like a young kid. He did, but it, he added to each, but all they're doing right. is saying a line. When you do an impression, it's really, I don't want to say easy, but it's a lot easier to do a line or two lines and say the same thing or say a line from a movie, then create it and do con and create conversation conversation <laughs> with it. When you can start talking, and that's why you see what people do is they just put out right. a single line. Once you have to make it into a character, we talk about. Do you know Piat Michael? No. So he's an incredible impressionist. Was on the second generation of Mad TV, and I told him this, and Will Sasso told him the same thing. Your impressions are some of the best I've ever seen, but you've got to make them characters for them to be able to go on longer. Otherwise, right. you're just doing the person saying right, the right. line. Make it something that's interesting. But, you you talked about that when we did our Instagram Live. Okay. I probably I don't always talk about it. <laughs> no, because I, I remember I asked you that. I said, how do you how do you master your impressions and you said you you really get into the character as opposed to just doing it's way it's but it's more fun it it, it doesn't even have to be as good you look at will ferrell will ferrell wasn't an impressionist no but he was funnier than it's almost like caricatures versus portraits you know when i was on my way here all i can hear in my head was andy dufresne (laughs) that's my (laughs) friend andy he would get here eventually but that uber driver had no idea where the fuck she was going (laughs) Funny thing about Uber drivers. <laughs> I mean, you, you thought no, 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 you were. No, that's a, I, I mean, know. I was. No I was waiting did. to see if you were going to chime in because we. I was waiting. Yeah, right there. I have to have the music. Andy Dufresne. Oh, I prefer the music. Oh, do we have? We. I don't know if we can bring it up. But uh, your your sincerity. No, Toledo's too busy surfing for. Is he looking at recipes? For, <laughs> I'll let you cook later. <laughs> I'll cook for you, man. I saw. A, I wish I'd have known you cook. Frank has a big kitchen. I saw it when I walked in. So I'll. I'll come back. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Get you. I I'll tell you what. You come back. We'll Little cooking, cooking podcast. Cooking podcast. Yeah. Rig rig the kitchen. So with long the cameras as it's, all. it's like good. Like, no, I mean like, I, you don't I, do crazy I take pride stuff, like cinnamon and and like the like on fish or something. No. Okay. I'm good. not like one of those like cheeky. Good. Okay. I don't and I don't bake. I'm not a oh, baker. Yeah. No, no point. In but that. I can cook, man. I can hold my own in the kitchen. I think we could have fun, you know, just doing impressions and characters around you as you cook, <laughs> like stopping you from cooking. Yeah. So wait a second. <laughs> You mean you don't want to melt the butter? <laughs> you just want to soften the butter here. Why is that, Ahmed? Ahmed, you're sweating in the food. Step away from the kitchen immediately. He's good. Yeah, he goes to Nero and is cooking. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I like I like some butter in my peas. You know, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I like, I like, is that all you're doing is yeah. butter in your peas? <laughs> we got to have butter. better stuff than butter in your peas. <laughs> I don't know. I like to melt the butter and then. Which reminds me of a porn title I remember. <laughs> when I was I was on Being tour, <laughs> I was on tour with uh, <laughs> in South Africa for seven weeks with uh, you know Angelo Sarukas, big Greek Canadian comic, um, Dean Edwards from SNL. Remember? Yeah, him? Dean. Yeah, I've done some sketches with Dean. Uh, Kira Sultanovich, this guy Luisa Gola from South Africa, and uh, a guy you probably never heard of named Trevor Noah. Oh, he's <laughs> familiar. But. Before he became Trevor Noah. But we had this, we were watching Goodfellas. Before he became Trevor, Trevor Noah. Noah. Hold on. I'll just text him. And uh, here, here. Um, we were watching Goodfellas every night for some reason. Like we just would pop it in and watch it. Every night? Yeah. Like we were just like, like after the shows. We'd How long ago was this? Because you're popping it in. Yeah. Uh, 2009. 
Still DVDs. DVDs. Yeah. So we were watching Goodfellas every night for some reason. And then you know that scene where they're at the dinner table and Joe Pesci's like, hey, Matt, can I borrow this knife? <laughs> right. and she's like, for what? He's like, we, we're driving down the road and we we, we hit, we ran into this uh, this poor deer. We ran into this deer and, uh, you know, the, the poor thing, he got his, uh, what do you, his paw got caught in the <laughs> grill. What do, you, what do you call that thing? And De Niro goes, the hoof. <laughs> <laughs> It was the hoof. <laughs> so we, we so for that's some, good. That was very nice. The yeah. hoof, huh? It was the hoof. hoof. That's good. Hoof. The hoof. It's really good. <laughs> just killing it. De Niro eating is funny. So, so we had this thing. Robert De Niro yeah. eats is what I want to do on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 celery. Um, Robert De Niro in the cooking hey, show. Hey, well, hey uh, do I have Corona? What's up, uh, Doc? Huh? 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 It's a hoof right there. You know, I, I. Tried to submit an audition tape to my agents for SNL, and they wouldn't submit it because they didn't think it was good enough. But I did uh, <laughs> one pressure. I know. There are some agents that believe in you. <laughs> right? I was like, they said, you, you know, you, you want to submit for SNL? I said, yeah, make a tape. So I did, and they were like, it's not good enough. And I was like, <laughs> it was just a six joke. hours to make this. That's mean. But uh, I did an impression of De Niro as a baby. <laughs> Okay. Like ripping up paper and like drinking a bottle, and I thought it was funny. They it didn't. They, they didn't think it was funny. It was just so he was bit at Gugu Gaga, huh? Yeah, yeah, that was Gugu Gaga. You go. What's the shit you give this formula? I don't want your fucking formula. Give me your boob, huh? Huh? I like tits. Let me suck, let me suck your boob, huh? Let me suck. Can I, huh? Come out, come out wherever you are. <laughs> what was that? Cape Fear. Yeah, yeah that was we could turn it into uh, nipple fear, nip fear, mm. something. <laughs> so I'm uh, trying to look for puns. I like wordplay. <laughs> Just enjoying it. <laughs> I like De Niro as a baby. De Niro as a baby. My <laughs> agent, my agents literally. Hold, hold on, my head's wobbly. My Where do you get the nerve to ask for a tit? Hey, what the hey, fuck you hey, think you are? Hey, I need some sustenance. Who the fuck do you think I you fucking, are? You know who I fucking am? Your mother's tits are mine. Huh? Wait, wait a second. You who, tell me right now you who, want a tit? That's my wife. Who are you? That You're my dad? <laughs> you fucking my wife? I, no, 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 I, no, no, I'm just... I, I'm, hey, this fucking baby's I'm not, I'm not... Uh, Let me borrow that knife. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> That's a great How come I'm the same height as you? How come I'm the same height as you? I'm a fucking baby. I'll fucking kick your ass, I swear to God. You make me pop your eye out of your skull for my wife's fucking tit? That's child abuse. (laughs) You know what that is? Child fucking abuse right there. You understand me? He's so advanced. <laughs> I have a very good... In the womb, in my from, womb, my mom was reading to me. He went from Goo Goo Gaga to understand Hey, hey, no, there's Herbal subtitles. These are subtitles, but this is a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Jeez. Holy shit. None of this makes sense to me. And and, like and De Niro, uh, Robert uh, Pacino chews gum. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> I can't eat right now, Bobby. I'm chewing gum. It's almost like he sucks gum too. It's always like on something under his tongue. It's not just normal chewing. Yeah, that's how I do it. I do yeah. something where I. It's gross. I, like, <laughs> everybody. What were we talking about? I don't know. Something. TikTok. Oh, your your video. Oh, oh by right. the way, oh, which is this? That was just another great wow. TikTok. By the way, TikTok. TikTok, uh, you don't stop. TikTok, you don't stop. TikTok takes like you have to. It's like producing a movie on that thing because you have to edit and add special. Not effects. the ones I see. It's all crap. I mean, it's just, well, most of them. But if you do like, I've seen some where they like it takes like three or four days to like edit. Good. Here's more. here's what I don't get. The more TikToks I see, the more 
it's puns and dad jokes edited quickly so it seems kind of funny but it's like there's with this one challenge i don't do any of the challenges i think it's embarrassing i don't yeah. like the group think of i don't do them either but it's one of these things where they'll uh they'll grab uh look at my hand the guy did the donald trump is like look at my what are my hands and my hands they're they're small no they're big they're big and then he'll grab something like what kind of makeup am i wearing mac big mac huh yeah. and then it's like just throw two it's, well they'll do his so isn't it his voiceover and people acting it out is that what it is there's that sarah cooper who does that and right. i just make fun of that with oh she lip syncs all the yeah the clips and stuff yeah it's like a lot of people they have like a lot of people a lot of people they have voices they do <laughs> it's really embarrassing <laughs> oh you're gonna do some harmony with us later yeah. oh yeah we're, do, we're doing simon and garfunkel let's do it <laughs> hello dr smile friend <laughs> yeah tiktok is a little uh it's 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 a little complicated yeah complicated really there's I, just a lot there's just a lot going on there's there. one thing on tiktok that's worth your time pimple blood. one thing no that's a TV show you can watch. That Hildy Osland. That is all. What is, what is that? That's just, just a butt. Just Hildy Osland. That's all you need to do. Toledo will pull it up in a second. Hildy is Hildy Austin. Oslin. 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 She is the only reason TikTok should be uh, on anything you do. Otherwise, uh, you're either a pedophile or you're starved for attention. There's there's three. Well, that's things it's it a be. Chinese. You know they say it's a it, you know it's a Chinese. Oh. Um, is that her? T- that's Instagram. That's her. Well, she's got her TikTok thing where she dances, but I don't think I can oh. sit in a room with three men and do that yeah i mean look she's she's definitely beautiful and <laughs> she's a, she's good a lot of eye candy but mm-hmm. it's like what's inside the head is she yeah. smart what's yeah that's really what what's she what's the last book she read clifford the big red dog <laughs> huh? Huh? i don't care because guess what i'm not even reading yet you just god yeah, yeah, see, and that's it. That's the yeah, reason to look. Well, that's my son's. Don't, don't go in there. I think that the uh, entire internet is based on on what I need to get through my day, and none of it is ever watching teenage girls dance. Uh, well, that's the thing. I, I can't said, do it. I've it's said so this whole thing, yeah. like when I do this and this. Listen, I said that about TikTok. You open <laughs> that up it. and you pray yeah. that it really isn't Chinese spyware, but, and they're just watching to see what you watch. Right. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm like, a bit of a conspiracy theorist. The stuff theorist. that comes up on there. On the retroactive world we live in 10 years from now when they're like we have a list of the videos you watched on tiktok and you're like oh no i didn't, I didn't know back then that this was going to be a problem well, then yeah. i'm not doing it go china yeah china. we all have china to blame and oh my god china. hildy she's ridiculous so that's what she does you just don't care what she does she can do whatever she wants and that's all there is she's that's up. a filter she's of age <laughs> are you do you think she's filtered do you think yeah, she's just complete a, filter you know what's interesting is the filter you know men, men and women but men like we're just so vulnerable to good looks oh we are ridiculous I mean, it's kind of sad but is it see i kind of embrace it i mean i i i don't I appreciate it and i embrace it but i'm also like there's three of her oh she could take your money do i see three yeah. of her on the screen or am i imagine yeah, no, no, no. There's, there's you're, three you're getting dizzy you're about to go out <laughs> but see is this would you call this talent oh no god no it's simplistic well, actually yeah. she's a pretty good dancer well, yeah, but it's, she's not doing any moves that nobody else God. can do. Yeah, I mean, I can Can't do believe. those moves, and I'm 50. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to watch you do it. Well, thanks, man. <laughs> Thank you so much for endorsing me. I guess I got to get my. I think she just yeah. did a gunshot. She does, I, yeah. Which, oh, see, now this is the scary. You part, like when though. she fixes the hair? I just like her. I think. I think she's, I could. She's doing the worm vertically. People used to say that about somebody. Like I could watch them read the phone book. They're that good. 
Like I think that's her. I think it's that. Thing. I think they could listen to them read the phone book. No, I, mean, I, I could will watch say this. I would watch. Turn it. the sound off. <laughs> Every page. Lick the Lick finger. The... Oh, oh Hildy. <laughs> she's struggling with the Aronson family, but my God, uh, Aronson. Mm. <laughs> Turn the page. Get to B. Are you guys? Uh, are you guys keeping up on the news at all in the comedy world? Yeah, see, well, yeah it's impossible not to see what's happening. Like last week with all like the which comic. thing. Like the a bunch 300? of comics are getting thrown under the bus. All of them. Yeah, you're all doomed. That's why I asked him like about the the Wild West tour and all the yeah. stuff that gets retroactively thrown at you. Well, you know, the, here's the thing: when I was growing up, when I went, when I was starting out, and <clears throat> we did that Wild West comedy tour, it was myself, uh, Vince Vaughn, Sebastian Maniscalco, Brett Ernst, and John Caparillo. Right, and then like some special guests would come, like Dwight Yoakam. Right, would come sing a song, or Justin Long would come on, or because um, they were friends. It with looked Caparulo. fun. John Favreau. It was a lot of yeah. fun. You know, Caparulo yeah. doesn't say so. He's miserable about it. He's he's uh, he's not a great guy. I'll, <laughs> okay. I'll just, well, well, I'll say I'll yeah. say it publicly. I said it to his face. Yeah, he's just not a good guy. He went I don't off. know what I I struggled with him too. I tried to help everybody him get had. in. Oh really? And he like I had, we wrote a I, listen. I don't I don't want to talk bad about him, but since you go ahead, I will. I didn't write get it, down, it. Let him read it. I brought him into a. Uh, I tried to get him in a sketch at ESPN, and I wrote the sketch to to because he did sports stuff. Yeah, and they kind of liked him. I was like, I'll get him in a sketch. So I did a Doctor Phil sketch, and he was in it, and he didn't like the sketch at all. I was like, Well, I'll tell you what, you write the sketch, and I'll work your lines into the sketch. He wrote me out of the sketch essentially. <laughs> So it was all about him, and I'm like, well, I have to put your lines where you get the laughs in, but I have to be in there and, and be a part of it. Otherwise, they won't let it go anyways. It's got to be a sketch. And he, he just did I don't know, man. I just want to, you know, uh, I don't know. I just does impression. No, nah, man. No, it's just like, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, Everything seemed like a fight on the bus, and I didn't know if he, it was while it was on the bus, but after when he came on my radio show and said that it was, the, it was edited to make him look bad. No, it wasn't at all. He actually... Got a lot of traction from that tour, and he was yeah. he was when we went on tour. <clears throat> you know, Vince wanted him to close the show because we were going through like Middle America and the right. South, and he's the quintessential like all American Southern. Hey, man, you yeah. know, yeah. So uh, he was always complaining; nothing was ever good enough. It's like, dude, you're on tour with one of the biggest movie stars yeah. in the world at that time. We're on a million dollar tour bus. You're getting paid. You're performing in front of 3,000 people every night. Like, what are you freaking yeah. complaining about? Like, relax. Um, you know, the other comics were more grateful. Like, Sebastian Maniscalco was, like, just happy to be there. And he's like, I don't know when this is going to ever happen again. You know? Right. Yeah, right. Turns out. Turns out. He's one of the Turns biggest. out. I'm he was right. He'll never play for just 3,000 people. <laughs> never going to play for a crowd this small again. What, 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 what do you yeah. mean? <laughs> Aren't you embarrassed? Don't you have a bidet? Everyone should. Who does that? <laughs> you know what's funny? I realize that mine is John Travolta playing Sebastian. Oh my God. Who does that? Yeah, I was a little Travolta. Travolta dicey. Yeah. yeah. Who does that? <laughs> that's a good. That's good. That was really good. No, because I, I went on the road with him <laughs> for weeks. <laughs> I took him to the Middle East. Let me tell you something, Frank. <laughs> this guy talk about COVID. <laughs> oh, I just got a aneurysm. Hold, yeah, I heal great. quickly though. It's Don't worry. Good. Talk about disinfecting. <laughs> I took him to Egypt. I used to tour the Middle East a lot, and Sebastian came to the Middle East with me, and uh, <clears throat> we were sitting in business class, and. <laughs> 
I'll never forget this. <clears throat> as soon as we sit down, he bu- he pulls out this big box of like disinfectant wipes. He starts ahead wiping of the curve. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, he's way ahead of the curve. He's wiping down the the seat armrests and the the you know the whatever you touch the air ducts with and the remote. Control. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, do you know how many people have traveled on this fuselage? <laughs> fuselage and nobody's disinfecting <laughs> i'm not catching nothing <laughs> i was like oh yeah i'll have some too and i started doing it see we wiped down because my son has a peanut allergy so peanuts oh, really? are everywhere so yeah. we would wipe everything down um, uh, yeah. we have been doing it since uh oh yeah you do it what ha- 2006 what happens, what happens like when he, he puffs up it looks like me <laughs> he turns into his father. It's a nightmare. It's big cheeks. <laughs> you imagine if that's what peanut allergies were, you just turned right. into your dad. Yeah. I would start tucking my shirt into my underpants. I'd be playing boots. softball and telling you about my stats every time I saw you. <laughs> oh, no. He's Two, for four, man. Two for four, man. Two for four. Two for four. And uh, and I don't know about you. <laughs> so, Sebastian, uh, we get on the plane. People are still boarding. I'm like, I'll be right back. I'm going to use the, the restroom. I go to the restroom. I come back a couple minutes later, and he's like, he's really irrita- like irritable. You can tell he, right. something happened while I was going. I go, what's wrong? He goes, you have no idea <laughs> what happened when you went to the bathroom. <laughs> I go, what happened? This woman comes walking down the aisle. She's got her ticket in her hand. Looking <laughs> up at the thing. She's looking at it. I'm just like, I hope this disaster ain't going to try to sit next to me. <laughs> sure enough, she sits in your seat while you were gone. I was like, oh, well, what would you say? I told her, hey, miss, uh, somebody's sitting there. I, wanna, I just disinfected that. <laughs> Do you know how dirty you yeah. are? Now all I wanted to be is Travolta. He goes, and I gotta wipe your veg sweat off of this whole sink here. <laughs> oh my god! Make me sick over here. Watch the hair. <laughs> gotta hold so, her up. So he goes, he goes. Yeah, you know somebody, somebody's sitting there, and she's like, "No, this is my seat." <laughs> he goes, "Trust me, the guy that's sitting there bought my ticket. <laughs> it's not your seat. No, trust me, this is my seat." <laughs> he goes, "Let me see your ticket." He takes a ticket. He goes, "Yeah." This says 42B. <laughs> this is 24B. <laughs> and she goes, oh, I didn't know. And then he looks at her and he goes. <laughs> <laughs> You're out? No, like, go, go to the back. Oh, I mean, the but that's, yeah, that's yeah, basically yeah, the umpire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just with one. Do you think if she'd have been, if she'd have been right, he'd have been like, safe. Yeah. Or if she was Hildy. Uh, you'd have had to sit in 42B for that. Point. Yeah. What if she was? 42B. Yeah. <laughs> That's one Great. of my favorite things. That's really good. I like Sebastian because he, we don't talk anymore because he, he got too big time. But, two uh, friends. Are, too big a friend. Yeah. But uh, when we were friends, <laughs> he, he's always. Are you friends with anybody anymore? From you know, that when tour? You become Turns famous, out that nobody <laughs> cares. Oh it's you. Oh, I, no, was, you know, I hope this podcast take off so I can never have to deal with you again. <laughs> That's the guy. We have we have proof. We have oh, proof. I have no problem with it. Nobody wants to deal with me. <laughs> I think I'm just too like upfront with you know yeah. the comedy world. There's a lot of excuse my terminology. A lot of pussies in there. Oh yeah, world. tons. You haven't heard some of the stuff we've been saying. Yeah, 
I just feel like there aren't any like real men in the comedy world anymore. It's a lot of fucking pussies, a lot of people talking shit. Everybody wants to, you know, throw each other under the bus. And it's interesting. You mean like we've been doing the it's, best? But it's mean girls. You're well, right. it's you know, it's, if it's justified, that's a different thing. Right. But if, <laughs> if you're not like, if you're not a dick to somebody and somebody's talking trash about you, it's like I didn't do anything right. to you. Like it's a lot of jealousy. So you're, ver- you're a s- incredibly polite person. I mean, I that really? honest <laughs> to God, I think he like, just admitted he wasn't. I think that's what no. Well, I, I maybe it's all a front. But when you were talking to the Uber driver, when I was directing you, in oh, yeah, yeah. the maze, you were super nice. Yeah. Everything I said, hey, I'll pick up your Uber. I'll, I'll pay yeah. for that or whatever to get you over because he was going to fly out earlier. He's like, don't worry about it. Yeah, I got it. You got a family. You don't have to pick me up yeah. or get me. And he's like, yeah, like unbelievable. That's considerate. Nice. Well, thanks, man. Right, well, but that's but not everybody's like that. A lot of people are like, are you, a pussy. are you getting me? Well, like, and which is kind of how I'd be. No, I mean, a lot of people, you know, you're right. A lot of people, like, I feel like it's the comedy world. It's not other, like, artists, like, actors and musicians and, like, um, people. I don't think. There, there, I don't there think are plenty of people. Sure. I, think yeah, I, I will say it from it. a guy who deals with comedians all the time and isn't one, I've noticed a an echo chamber of, uh, like, a co- comedic society where you guys all hang together. Uh, and that's the view. You, you don't really want to hear from the outside world. It's right. all comedians are all comedians' friends. So that's, that's why I have friends that aren't like most right. of my friends are not comics. I have and it makes you just, mean. I think yeah. to hang in that little bunch. Well, look, I, look, look what's going on. Uh, you know, right now in the L.A. comedy yeah. scene at the Comedy Store. You know, all that whole little clique of comics that are getting you yeah. know, hammered, hammered. Yeah. Chris, Chris D'Elia, uh, 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 Jeff Ross, Brian yeah. Callen. You know, oh, Callen's got hit. Theo Vaughn, they're all yeah, getting, they're all in on the mix. That little group, though, but they're all like because I saw that Callen, who I think the world of, has pulled all of Delia's stuff from his social media. Well, because see, so that's the thing. Like they were they were rooting for him for so long, and then yeah. he's and first of all, he's not getting as of now, he's not getting convicted or nobody right. filed a police report. Right. So there's no it's just an accusation evidence. Right. right. But you know, when you're on the front page of CNN for pedophilia, oh, of course, was he really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Whitney Cummings threw him she, under the bus, st- and I was surprised by that. She stoned him like public stoning. Yep. Immediately said it's disgusting. Like didn't say I haven't even talked to Chris. Nothing. There wasn't yeah. anything. Maybe she did, and they just. I'm sure it. she probably called him up and said, "Hey, bro, I love you, but I, I can't. I, I can't protect you." The yeah. quotes I saw was she said he was always disgusting, but I didn't. Right. I but didn't those quotes were on her Twitter, so it can't be taken out of context. Well, Neil Brennan. Right. Did you see what he did? I didn't. He came out and tweeted, uh, <clears throat> "My friend Chris D'Elia is innocent until proven guilty. If anybody can show proof of his guilt, I'll pay a thousand dollars to your favorite charity." There you go. So his Twitter feed <laughs> lit the oh, fuck no. up oh, with proof, screenshots, and like all this stuff. So he had to delete the tweet because he was going to pay out, out a lot of money. Right? Yeah. It's like I didn't see. And that. I, I like but people you know, can make those things too. Not that I'm defending. Sure, but right. But, but if there is yeah. a few in there, I mean, there is a lot of smoke on that fire. There's Look, I think I think I think a lot of people just had it out for him because he's not nice. He's not a nice guy. Yeah. And I used to be friends with. He was my neighbor for a minute. I used to yeah. you know Peter Billingsley, obviously. Yeah, who <clears throat> was the producer on uh, Sullivan and Son, which you were on, and uh, I I lived with Pete for like nine years up in the Hollywood Hills. You d- really? Yeah, we were like, he's my one of my best friends. Did you guys have a a, a, a leg lamp? <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> for those of you that are listening, <laughs> Peter Billingsley was Ralphie yeah. in a Christmas. Why it's a major award? And uh, now we did not have a leg lamp, but uh, I I lived like in his guest house room for a while but chris delia was our neighbor for like two years so we were friends yeah and then uh and then he started getting you know a little famous and then that's when 
it went. Yeah, yeah. And then he just was. You couldn't talk to him anymore. See, I've never. I, I I had a little bit of when I when things were going well for me, but I always made sure to pay attention to everybody who'd ever helped me along the way. Yeah. I never stopped going to do radio. Right. Mm-hmm. I was always friends with everybody. I, I'm. People who weren't close to me that started to try and be close when I was at my peak, I was like, I, I, I would get back to them, but I didn't. I, you get so busy at a certain point where, you're, and everybody is asking for stuff. Sure, we start to get off a little bit, but if if somebody was a true friend, I all I believe, and if I didn't, it was a mistake. It wasn't done on purpose. But I've always seen it like because I've known you for a long time that it wasn't, and I've seen the difference because I haven't. I had one good experience with Chris. That I'm like, okay, I had a bad vibe on him. The next day, he ruined it. Literally ruined it one day later with emails to some kid I worked with that just devastated this poor underling for doing one thing Chris didn't like. And it was just like, this is what an asshole would do. It was almost he was doing it for sport. Yeah, he was hunting down a kid who couldn't fight back. Well, we had a show last year, a comedy show with Callan, and uh, Frank was there. And uh, who else did that last year? I don't remember. Here, here in Arizona. Yeah, here in Arizona. And I kind of host a thing at the end of the year. So Toledo, you know who else was there? Was it? <laughs> um, Adam Ray. Adam Ray. So okay, Adam Ray was So we do the, the thing. Actually. We go out, and and Chris is going to surprise Brian, Brian Callen on stage. I didn't even know about it, and it's like my name's on this thing. So I was like kind of hosting the whole thing. So he shows up backstage, and I'm like, ah, I've had two bad experiences with you. Neither of them, like, I didn't even want you on the on the station because you were just such a dick the first couple of times and he couldn't have been more pleasant and i'm like hey thanks for doing this really nice yeah i was trying to like make amends and I, he didn't know so uh he's fine he's really good and i'm like you know what I, I read him wrong my bad the next day our photographer that's there just some kid getting basics uh took pictures and video of what was on stage when he surprised Callan just to get a reaction put it on our website he said can you send me that video before you post it and he did then he posted it Chris came down on him like nobody I've ever known. This, this is my fucking show. You never, ever take a comedian's stuff on stage and put it up there before he says it's all right and blah, blah. And there's some truth to that, but all he said was, can you send it to me before you post it? Not, don't give me final say. Right. Don't tape me on stage. And it was just, you're a fucking moron. This is why you'll never be sure. Yeah, and nice. then at the end, instead of apologizing, he goes, maybe I overreacted. And yeah. that was the end of it. And I'm like, see, this is exactly what I'm talking about. I don't want to deal with that. With you... I always felt like you were just in a hurry. There's a difference between somebody who's a dick and somebody who's just like, I just don't have a lot I was of time. always trying to get back to my family. Yeah, you were I was always trying to rushing. get back to my kids. But you can tell the difference between somebody who's like, wow. Uh, but I, I did some stuff where I was like, well, I'm not coming unless you get a car for me. Right. I, I, there were a bunch of those things where I'm, That's fair I'm not going to go pay to go to a show you're asking me to right. do. Yeah. I'm not going to pay to work. But now I would. I mean, if it was a big, like I would do that with bigger shows and stuff like that. And But you stretch well, yourself so thin for the longest time. It's like, look, everybody be ready for me. I'm not going to have to scramble because you were seriously I was cool. There were a couple dude. years it was just insane. Yeah. But you were you were in demand. Yeah. yeah. But so there's there's an area where yeah, <laughs> you can go over the edge on that and in demand becomes I'm a big deal. Right. And yeah. I think that's the difference. And you can sense it from the outside. You can read somebody like this guy's just not nice. Well, so that's the difference is, yeah. is what, if you're in demand is one thing. Right. You're, I'm, I'm a big deal. Right. There they are again. <laughs> I'm a big deal is another yeah. it's next level like. Yeah, but you, did you like his apology when he said the thing like I've never done anything wrong, but I have to apologize for letting my lifestyle get out of hand? It's like, wait a minute, he, he didn't he do anything. He should have got a publicist or somebody. Absolutely. He he kind of t- he spoke out of school. Look, I, I, you know, whether he's guilty or not is, be, you know, beyond me. But uh, you know, he he had a reputation for. I, I didn't know the little girl, the like younger girl. Yeah, the yeah. younger girl stuff. I wasn't, you know, I didn't understand any of that. I just knew that he liked. Women, I mean, most comics are, you know. That's why you get into the game, really. 
most you comics never get them. You, most comics who never got girls younger, they, yeah. they, they can tell a joke and they're like, oh, this is how I'm going to get girls. And right. I, I used to run a comedy, comedy show in Hollywood at a place called Dublin's. Do you remember that place? Yeah. Tuesday night, uh, this guy Jay Davis and I used to run. Jay like, Davis and then Dave you know, Cook would show up there. Like, yeah. 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 So that was I, I was the co-producer of that show. Okay. Uh, I took myself kind of out of it. It's like a famous almost underground. Not underground. It was. But like. It was like the the Laugh Factory, and then people go from the Laugh Factory and go over and do Dublin's. Oh, well, there was the Comedy Store and the Laugh Factory, and then Dublin's right was right in between. It was right on the Sunset Strip. Um, it was, you know, we had a lot of foot traffic back then. It was upstairs, like in a sports bar with like peanuts and stuff. <laughs> I, Harlan Williams was there one yeah. time, and Harlan's was like, "Hey there, can I get around there, my friend?" It was just talking <laughs> about stuff around the room. He'd do a joke, and he'd be like, "Hey there, can I get around for everybody?" Yeah, So we had that's where Dan Cook became famous, right? But I remember. A lot of comics because it was just riddled with like hot chicks every Tuesday. And it was a free show. We'd get like two, three hundred people every week. Right. And then everybody would come through there, man. Like from, you know, Chappelle. You came and did it a couple I times. I did it, yeah. yeah. And then we had like, then all the up and coming comics. But I remember comics when I was booking it for the, we did it for four years. The first two years I was booking it and I gave the booking responsibilities to my partner, Jay, because I literally had comics calling me at like two, three in the morning. Hey, man, can I get a spot next week or can I get up? If you went up on stage and killed, you most likely got laid that night. Really? By a girl in the audience. Well, it was like rock star comedy. Yeah. The audience was different than a comedy club audience. It was almost like that, you know, deja vu in Mm -hmm. Columbia, Missouri. Like it was not the not the strip club. club. <laughs> There's a there, Freddie DeMarco. Hey, what the fuck is going on here? This guy actually talked like that. No enunciation at all. But um, it was this room it, right next to Mizzou, and it was just college kids and which college is why girls. you do it, right? I mean, small towns bringing I was big awkward. names. I know. Like our <clears throat> our room had so you had like like models and actresses like the young hollywood like models right. then you had like celebrities would come in there a lot you know vince vaughn who was our buddy right. he'd come in there every week that's actually how we how we started the wild west comedy show no kidding he used to come in and watch sebastian and caparello and brett and myself and he's like why don't you bring these guys and let's go on tour but we'd have like random like rock star like like wow. tom morello from rage against the machine would come every week or dave navarro just like random celebrities and then you'd have like normal people like Doctors, lawyers, librarians, right. housewives. I remember Bobby Lee. You know Bobby Lee. Oh, yeah. I remember Bobby Lee. Hero calling, of mine. <laughs> yeah, I remember him calling me one night, and he's like, hey, man, I've, I haven't been late in three months. Can I go up on stage? I know you're booked. I know you have 15 <laughs> comics, but can I just do like five minutes? Uh, and he just knew it was the He knew that if you went up on stage for five minutes and you killed... You probably got laid that. No kidding. And guess what? That night, he didn't. <laughs> Somehow Bobby still screwed that up. No, women would just walk up to the comics after their sets and be like, oh my God, you were so funny. And oh. like, boom, they were, you know, that's how it Now, went. are those days over for the young comedian? Well, now with what's going on, I yeah. think comics are a little bit more really questionable. Yeah. Right? yeah, you got to get ID and like a non disclosure. Yeah, and- I mean, you know, comics. We thrive on that attention, sure. but I've always been very selective and careful. Smart. Most comics don't don't get. Right. You've never been married? No. No. Yeah. I know. What's wrong with me? No. I, it's just it's quality over quantity. And no kids? Or no anything? kids that I know of. Mm-hmm. I uh, 
You know what, man? I I was right torn. now in this time in the world. It might. It's a better <laughs> best way. Everything I worry about is because of my kids. Well, somebody somebody said, you know, it's your it's your duty to have children. And I said, why? They said you got to start breeding smart kids, because right now there's so many dumb people in the world. And I said, I don't know if I want to bring kids right. into this world right yeah, it's now. Tough. But I was on the road a lot. Like you know, when you were really busy, Frank, you're touring a lot and stuff. It's like I don't know how you managed it. And I have comic friends that have children and, and the families. I was touring all over the world for a good. 15 years of my life and I just couldn't even fathom the idea of having a, a family or kids so or extra was, responsibility to go yeah back. but now yeah. like right now in my life I could I I'm open to that man not me but I wasn't you're, you're not married I'm married but I, I no kids I clipped those things as fast as I could <laughs> and I burned them the doctor even said at the vasectomy he's like if you want to reverse this and I'm like is there a way to make it so that's not even an option oh, really? we can <laughs> we can cauterize it and I'm like there you go Calm nothing down. worse then smoke coming off your what balls. What if you're happy? Like, hey, I can you. cauterize your yeah. wing. Yeah. <laughs> it was in a day's in. Hey, I got my balls cauterized. Hey, I we, got a lighter and a couple of stitches. We'll cauterize the fuck out of these things. Oh we could God. cauterize your balls. <laughs> what, what do you mean <laughs> when you say cauterize your balls? I like when you lose. There's no air. Yeah, he's, but not only that. Drowning. Not only that. There's no air. There, are, the consonants are all gone. 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 What do you mean? It's still good. Mouth. What yeah. do you do? <laughs> it's just. Oh, one, it sounds one like my family. It sounds like my family in Chicago in the basement celebrating yeah. a holiday. Yeah. Now Caliendo is uh, Italian. Italian, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you 100 percent Italian? Uh, Don't say that. Because we're working on a 23andMe for yes, Frank, so we oh, can really? still do voices of people of color. <laughs> are your mom and dad both Italian? Or? My my dad is. My dad's 100%. My mom's Irish, French-Canadian, oh, German, all kinds of stuff, apparently. So. But Caliendo is Caliendo. Really Caliendo. Caliendo. Hey, I had an Uncle Vito. My dad's <laughs> Uncle Vito. We're not allowed to talk about it. Uncle Phil, you can't get cheese in Chicago without going through me. <laughs> we never understood why he was so angry about it. You don't understand, Frank. They try to get cheese. Romano. You can't get it. You know why? No, why, Uncle Phil? Because you can't get cheese call without going through me. <laughs> the best part of that story. I don't know if you're able to tell it yet. Well, he's dead. Well, he's dead. But, I mean, is there still, like... Limits on his actions because wasn't he removed from society for a while? Oh yeah, he was in the witness protection program. And he left. Oh, really? And he came back. He's like, I can't take this. But the whole family, you had been told he's he's gone. No, no, we kind of knew because we're Italian, <laughs> oh, and that's we'd true. get calls at you know the Italian Christmas calls at Christmas. <laughs> Where's Uncle, uh, Uncle, Uncle Dale now? Yeah. But he had a website. It was before, like, he had a website with him holding pizzas. <laughs> And cheese. Yeah, and cheese. And, but he was an Oklahoma or yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah, he, he had just- to move. He didn't- Like, he quit the witness protection program. He's like, they can't contain me. How do you- how do You, you can't quit? contain this! Go home! How do you quit? I have my constitutional rights. <laughs> I'm, uh, and I'm not wearing a mask! <laughs> Breathe um, the freedom. Yeah, that's the greatest story ever as a guy. If Frank's <laughs> uncle just shows up, sorry, kids, I was dead for a few years. Here's some presents we missed. Out. I had some stuff going on here, Frank. Hey, let me give you a little uh, hint. Uh, there's cheese in that box. <laughs> there's cheese. It's all it's I give. 100% <laughs> Romano. Romano. Right there. Jeez. Parmesan Romano. It's uh, a special blend. The good stuff. You're popular, like when we're doing the IG Live, you're talking about how in the Middle East you're even bigger than you are here. Well, I'm not big here well, I was at, trying to say at all, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, thank you so much, Franklin. Uh, 
No, I mean, I, I, I got a lot of traction in the Middle East. We did our Axis of Evil uh, comedy tour. And what was that exactly? Because I, I, I don't know much about... This is a, one of the negatives about me because I, I don't watch a lot of comedy movies because yeah. I feel like I'm going Smart. to work. And um, in terms of comedians, I don't know a ton about when I – the most I know about comedians is when I meet them. Right. I never hung out with a lot of comedians. That's why I'm so into the podcasting world so late. But um, I never – I did colleges. I was all by myself. And then I went on the road and I took my friends. and So I didn't meet a lot of um, other comics. But so you're – you get out there and in the U.S. you're doing one thing, but then why why so much in the Middle East? So um, when I got passed at the Comedy Store in like 1999, which people who don't know because we don't talk about a ton of comedy, the Comedy Store is probably the most revered comedy club. Uh, I would say in America, maybe around the world, everybody either got started there or became famous there. But when you get passed, it's being okayed. You're yeah. now allowed right. to make money there. Yeah, right. And it's not a lot. You make like 15 bucks a night. Huge. <laughs> you know how much Huge. cheese you can buy with it? <laughs> you can None! Spread it thin. Uh, spread it thin. And then you you get like, the comics would split half the door on uh, Saturday nights, like in the main room, which is the big room. There's three rooms of the comedy right. store. But everybody, you know, Richard Pryor, Robin Williams, Whoopi Goldberg, Paul Rodriguez, uh, you know, Letterman, Leno, the list goes on and on. Um, I got passed there in 1999. Okay. And <clears throat> Mitzi Shore... Uh, who was the owner of the comedy store at the time. Um, Spatula. <laughs> she came up to me after I... I wasn't even showcasing. I was doing... We were doing Dublins. Right. And Polly Shore came in one night. Who Polly Shore is Mitzi Shore's mom. I'm sorry. Polly Shore <laughs> well, no, you're right. That's no, right. that's, that's a, what I am. I'm a mommy. <laughs> Mitzi Shore's son. And he came in one night and he's like, bruh, this is a cool room, bruh. I'm not typing right now. <laughs> this is cool. You guys should bring you this show over to my mom's club at the store. So we did. We did a show called Rock Comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> we just took like the best of the best of Dublin's and then put them on the main stage at the comedy store. And I was just on stage one night and I came off and Mitzi Shore came up to me, older Jewish woman. She goes, hey, you're very funny. <laughs> I said, thanks. She said, are you Arabic? <laughs> I said, uh, Arabic. <clears throat> yeah. She, goes, like, oh. she made it sound That's like right. rabies. It's even better. She, she goes, oh, what part of the Arab world are you from? I said, I'm from Egypt. She goes, oh, you know, we used to be your slaves. <laughs> oh, jeez. T- she walked away, and I was like, soon? well, now I work for you. <laughs> so then she passed she passed me. I swear to God, it's a true story. So she passed me at the comedy store. She just liked me a lot. But she, I, I became very close with her. She was like my grandmother. Like right. She was like the Yoda of the comedy world. So I would spend a lot of time with her, like just even during the day at her house, like talking right. with her. She'd download all these crazy stories. <clears throat> and then one day she was like, um, you're going to take comedy to the Middle East. And I was like, okay. When she's like, you're gonna be the spokesperson. You're gonna, like, oh geez, she's very like prophetic, and That's I was like, I just want to tell jokes. Yeah, right. She also kind of predicted 9/11, which I thought was weird. Well, maybe she was behind it. To Perhaps. The power. No, we, I, I remember sitting. We were <laughs> I had at a her, dream about it before it happened. Did you really? About planes Shore hitting about planes 9/11. hitting the. Oh are you joking? No, no, I'm not. Did you really? I went 100 percent within a year. A year before that, within Ugh. I think I'd had the, that dream maybe more than once. That's I don't think wild. I've ever told anybody that. Really? I, 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 no, I don't think I have. But I, yeah, I, I had that dream. I go, I wonder why. In my head, I won't. I go, I wonder why nobody's ever done this. Interesting. Like, it's weird. Wow. That's 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 
cryptic. That's prophetic right there. That's some vision. Well, I didn't want to be Trump by uh, Mitzi Shore. <laughs> I can't let her have time. By the way, uh, before you finish the story, I want to, uh, but before the end of the podcast, and we got to get you to the airport fairly soon. Oh, jeez. Um, I want to hear Mitzi Shore doing a Sebastian bit. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to hear Mitzi Shore uh, being Yoda. Yeah. Those yeah. Two. Oh, no, that's got to happen. Both of those. So well, why don't you get those out of the way right now? You're going <laughs> to change the world. You know what that is? It's Trump with a stroke. <laughs> you just had a Donald Trump stroke. <laughs> the fingers are the same, man. Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't think you even have to slow it down. Like they're almost the same <laughs> yeah, person. It Somebody puree <laughs> yeah, yeah. me a meal. <laughs> She was uh that that woman actually changed my life. You know, she she was yeah. super And so she she set up the whole Middle so, East thing. Well no, so she was like I remember sitting in her house one day. You know, I met her like in her seventies. She was much yeah. older when I met her. And um we were sitting in her backyard one day, like her, her like at her pool, our feet were like sitting like in, in the in the water and we were just talking. And she she kept on talking about um there's gonna be a war between America and the Middle East. And when it happens, your people are going to be very misrepresented, and you need to be ahead of that and get it. I was just like, "What are you talking about? I just right. want to tell jokes." Yikes! And then um, I said, "You keep talking about this war between America and the Middle East. When do you think it's going to happen?" She said, "Any minute." Oh <laughs> man! And she did it with no. Jeff Dunham's puppet Walter's face. <laughs> oh my god! I swear to God, no joke. About five seconds after she said that, there was an earthquake. Ooh. For a couple seconds, and the the earth shook. And I looked at her, and I said, did you feel that? She said, that's a sign from God. <laughs> I was like, I'm out of here. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be around that at all. And then two days later, 9-11 happened. Holy cow. And then I called her up, and I was like, yo, you're right. She right. said, I told you so. And I said, what are you going to do with the comedy store? Because everything was shut down sure. for a week. She said, I'm going to open the store this Friday, and you want you to go up first. And I was like, my name's Ahmed Ahmed. I'm not going up on a fucking stage right now. Are you kidding me? On the 18th of Did September. Did you read the names of the guys that were a part of this? Uh-uh. She's like, no, this is the perfect time to strike and get up there and dis- dismantle all this racism bullshit. I was like, all right. So I took her advice and went up on stage that na- that wow. following Friday, two days after 9-11 or three days after 9-11. <clears throat> and I was the first guy up. And I said, hey, everybody, uh, I know this is a weird time. Let's all take a moment of silence and acknowledge the victims. And, right. You know, 9-11 and blah, blah, blah. Uh, all right. Let's, you guys all came out to laugh. There was like 40 people scattered in the room. I said, let's all have a good time tonight. Uh, for the record, my name's uh, Ahmed Ahmed. And I <laughs> and have nothing left. to do with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> nothing to do with it. I'm sorry I cut off your line. No, no, no. But yeah, something yeah. like that. It was like I had nothing to do with it. Uh, just saying this. None of you follow me out to my car after the show. <laughs> I just kind of like, you know. And then I started doing a lot of self-deprecation. Sure. Where, like, I can't, you know, I get Did anybody, was there anybody in the crowd that you could, like, that was sensing the, the immediate reaction? Did you hear? Because I lived in, I lived in uh, Glendale, California that happened, and I had to go back because uh, I was working here and living there. And I, uh, and my neighbor had written, Nukem Till the Ground Glows on his car. Oh, shit. Yeah. Is it Glendale, Gl- Glendale, California? California, yeah. Oh, isn't that Little Armenia? It, Little Armenia, yeah. yeah. But he was furious. And like, it was, yeah. everything was them, them, them. It yeah. wasn't about like- what I had happened. some people, I remember a guy threatened me at the comedy store one night. <clears throat> he said, go back to your country. Uh, and I was like, go back to LA? <laughs> right, yeah, I'm from here. I'm, I'm from here. Yeah. I'm from Texas. 
I say that is our own country. <laughs> I would sound like George W. Bush because I love him so much. Bush was the guy there. Yeah, hey man, what's this? I got an idea for the name of your uh, traveling crew. Axis of Evil. That's where it came. Yeah, yeah of course it, it did, man. Because I am a facilitator. Think Mitzi no Shore sound. had power? Bush called this whole thing. The whole reason that happened is because he wanted a comedy show in the Middle East. Mitzi Shore, I'm George Bush Ocean. <laughs> Get out to sea because you're going to paddle your way back to shore eventually because I've led this charge. Jesus, your voice is just like, you're like a parrot, man. Like you just mimic it. We so. all do, man. That's what happened. <laughs> I had an idea for another, uh, <laughs> you're going to kill me on this because it's so oh, you're great setting me up, dad right? joke. I know it's, okay. No, I had it for a musical based on the excess of evil. Here it goes. Saxes of evil. <laughs> Saxophones played by Middle Easterners. <laughs> With a chorus led by Mitzi Shore. <laughs> so the the show, so she put us together, um, and she put my it was myself, uh, Maz Jabrani, you know Maz yeah. Jabrani, and um, this guy Aaron. Kader. I've always said it, Maz. Does Maz. that make me? I Maz. do it every time he's on the show. Well, it's Ma- his name is actually Maziar. Maziar. So it's easier to remember Maz, Maz, Maz yeah. that way. So she put us together. This was 1999, and she the, she started a show called the Arabian Nights. That's what we were called in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, what happened was when we started to get some traction, <clears throat> a lot of Iranians would come to the shows and they started complaining to Maz. Maz was getting all these emails saying, hey, uh, you know, you're you're not, uh, you're Persian, you're not Arab. Why do you call the Arabian uh, Nights? We are Persian. We are, we are an, our own empire. Or whatever. <laughs> right. So and Ma- apparently effeminate. Yeah, yeah <laughs> very, like very. Yeah. So Maz called me up and he's like, hey, man, I'm getting a lot of complaints from the Iranian community. Uh, about our name because i'm not iran i'm not right. an arab i was like oh all right we'll change it so <clears throat> you know that's when george bush uh coined the phrase axis of evil yeah. so we just stole the name and then put comedy tour on the on the end and then we ended up uh you know doing a lot of work in the middle east comedy was unheard of yeah. at right. least like contemporary like western you know stand-up yeah. comedy um, they just never knew the concept of like a guy or a girl on stage talking to an audience. It just wasn't available there. Right. So um, we just kind of opened the doors for that. And, and you that. did the movie, right? We did the Axis of Evil comedy tour documentary yeah. slash TV series yeah. that was uh, that aired all over the Middle East on Showtime Arabia. And then I did a documentary called Just Like Us, which I'm actually re-releasing on YouTube right now for free. That's it's, the uh, one that Gary Cannon always shit on you for. Gary Cannon loves to shit on <laughs> Gary Cannon. Gary Cannon. Hey, man. How's it going, bud? Look good, Frank. Hey, Looking man. Who, who buys all your toys for you? <laughs> Looking good. I'm going to go warm up an audience. <laughs> hey. Zing, zing. He Muppet dance while he's talking. He my shoulder's leaving yeah. my head. Oh, he just, he was devastating. Right? We, did, we, we did a live stream from Vegas last week with like 15 people in the audience, you know, distance right. and whatever. <clears throat> and the, the owners were like, Hey guys, you know, there's only going to be 15 people here. And Gary Cannon's like, that's fine. Steve Burns used to that. <laughs> he still <laughs> tours with you guys. Bro, we, still we bring, pick him up. We bring him with us because he humbles everybody. Yeah. Well, and he doesn't stop. He'll he'll just talk shit to like he doesn't care who he's you are. only said nice things to me. Is that he's bad? super nice, but he just attacked. Only, but but not, that look on your face was not behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> No, I've actually never heard him say anything bad about you. That though, that look on your face, though, you actually—no, I had to think your about your face it. imploded. Yeah, I had you, to. 
I had to think about that for a second because he he shits on everybody. Maybe he does, and I'm just too narcissistic. He wanted to come to my house to watch Live PD every time he was here. Oh, really? Because he's he, he, uh, I we text about Live PD once, and then it was just nonstop Live PD. Didn't you have time. us on your radio? Oh, show uh, yeah, yeah, a couple yeah, times when yeah. we were doing the Sullivan yep. something, and he would just d- come in and just ruin everybody in the room, and everybody's who the hell is <clears throat> Gary Cannon? He did. Remember when you were on Sullivan and Son, Frank? Yeah. He did, um, remember he did audience work? Yeah. He used to go, all right, everybody, he was the crowd warm. Hey, everybody, this is celebrate. Uh, they're going to the next scene, but in the meantime, let's say hi to the cast. Um, that's Steve Byrne, that's Roy Wood Jr., and then he pointed at me, that's, that's Sinbad. <laughs> I'm like, all right, Gary. He loves to shit on it. But he's also, he doesn't care if he's doing well or bombing, and I don't know if he knows the difference. I've watched him shit on a room so badly it got funny. Like right. I watched him die in a way. But did he know? Oh, he, he hated our show, yeah, our, we, I, our yeah, golf show. We made him do a golf show. Oh, really? Oh, he died so bad, and it was hilarious. I'd seen him die a lot, like yeah. to the point where I didn't, until I saw him do audience warm-up, I didn't yeah. really he, get what he did. <laughs> yeah. Is, the Gary Cannon in a nutshell is like to call me after uh, Ralphie May's funeral and say he killed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the Smash Brothers were doing, but I killed. Like, oh my God, it was a funeral, Gary. We were driving home. We were driving home from Vegas, and Gary's like, ah, what a shit gig. I'd rather be on tour with Ralphie right now. I made more money with him. I wish he was alive. Like, he would say stuff like that. I'm just like, bro, have have some respect. He's got none. You know, we call him water because you can't can't penetrate water. You can't punch him. You can't punch water. (laughs) You can't hit water. Like you know what I mean? It's pointless to try to hit water. He's also like right. a gremlin too. You put a little water on his forehead and <laughs> right. it just goes oh, fucking man. crazy. <laughs> well, try not to get in too much trouble. You're you're the one walking out into this mess right now. Be safe. Yeah, man. I'm 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 doing my best. You know, yeah. even like last night, we didn't do meet and greets. Yeah. Then that's a good thing. Yeah. And then, you know, after the words like you know, very distanced and kind of Sometimes a fist bump or an elbow bump or just yeah. like a hey, and, you know. Right. Is your stand up really clean? Like, like I can, I can you, work. Or do you swear at all? Because this, like, you were worried about saying one word after we'd said, "I fucking right. and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I mean, because I've always I, been super clean. Yes. Yeah. Since COVID, I just said to John, who's always been uh, his own axis of evil <laughs> in a different way. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if children are watching, so I'm just trying to keep God, it. I it's hope all so. about, mainly about audio. <clears throat> yeah. No, there's look. next week we have Crystalia, so for sure. <laughs> See, Do you know Adam Hunter? I know the name. I don't. Know. Man, as soon as the Crystalia thing happened, he went on. He took right to Twitter and was just attacked. Uh, like, but really funny stuff. See, but the funny thing is, why do people like? I understand. I guess I do understand why you would wait. You know what I mean? Well, like you would sit on this for a long time, you because you because he's a bigger name, I guess. It's or so funny. Just, he just he just literally just texted me. See, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to put any of that stuff out there. I just you know, to me, can I can I read a couple of his tweets? Yeah, yeah. they're just, they're just I'll condemn you for <laughs> condemn Adam. Hold on, we, we should just do uh, oh yeah. no no no, no I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh jeez, yeah, just act act indignant towards oh, the whole thing. This is I, I I literally I'm trying to stop him. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I could I couldn't help but read them. Um, I'll just read a couple of them. <clears throat> I love. Them. Don't worry, we'll edit this. No, I love so it. You can edit it down. I'll play it on the radio. Uh, where is it? No, I don't mean edit it out. Just <laughs> oh, I while you're scrolling the, for it, this part will be <laughs> so. This isn't actually <laughs> happening, right? Yeah, none of this. Okay, sorry guys. Let no, me you're fine. Find it. Well, let me share. I've got some very important <laughs> messages while you're working on this. Sure. 
Let me tell you about groups of people I don't like today. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm just going <clears> to <throat> read these. These are not my tweets. These are tweets from Adam Hunter. All right. Here we found go. hilarious. <clears throat> I'm Adam Ed's tweets. Here we go. No, no. Adam Hunter's <laughs> tweets. As read by Adam Ed, because he loved them and agreed. Uh, first, The first one he tweeted was, uh, I was going to write a Chris D'Elia joke, but I just think it's way too young. <laughs> Chris D'Elia just came out with COVID-16. Oh, no. I was hosting a show at a comedy club, and Chris D'Elia told me to light him at 16. Weird. <laughs> Before I make a joke about Chris D'Elia, I want to get his version of what really happened at the prom. I guess, I guess this means Chris D'Elia is out of the running to host the Teen Choice Awards this year. <clears throat> I want to hear Chris D'Elia's side before I throw him under the ice cream truck. <laughs> okay. What kind of... I should... One, one more, one more. Okay. I should have going. known something was weird when Chris D'Elia's ringtone was the sound of an Amber Alert. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of... What kind of... Uh... That's reactions that's is he getting from that? Is he getting crushed for those? Or? Oh no! Did people... you read those in order as written? Yeah, because he closed. He had the strongest one. Oh no, no, there's more. Oh there's my more. God, there's no, more. No, that was that was his. Uh, that's on. hilarious. That you was got, that you got the Chuck E. Cheese one. That was before the checks. Oh yeah, down, right there. Did the checks read? are going down. Chuck E. Cheese has filed for bankruptcy as if things couldn't get worse for Chris. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um. Well, so it turns out Netflix didn't take Chris D'Elia's comedy special down, but they're putting it up in the kids' section. <laughs> oh I should be laughing at this stuff. No, but it's all terrible. It's pretty funny, though. Well, again, like, it's just accusations. It won't be funny years from now. When I mean... <laughs> he was on the front, he was on CNN? I yeah, know. Well, that's... No, but not only CNN. He was, like, he was on a lot of major... Like, LA Times did a whole thing yeah. on him. Some girls came out and, like like screenshotted like long like accusations play by play yeah. like how he roofied them and like, oh. what yeah it, it's it's if you uh, dissect it and yeah. dig into it there's some dirt some of it's bullshit but some sure. is gonna come clean like uh, that's really he went off the rails there look here's the thing you have to file a police report and convict him yeah yeah other other than that it's just right. they're just right. accusations but in this day and age that matters like you yeah. don't, you know, and for your career and stuff, the accusations can do everything that the you know prison time would have. Well, look when that when the hashtag Me Too movement came out, trust me, a lot of people were like, "Did I yeah. open the door for her?" When I, yeah. you know, like, oh, it's bad. You know, it was just like I don't know. Did I did I not say? Something? I remember at my show, Frank TV, there were women trying to get into role you know certain roles and they would throw themselves yeah. at me like i remember one woman just she would just rub up against me and i'm like i'm, I'm married man yeah. just and that, that that was your wife frank you should have paid, <laughs> oh, paid more oh, attention to her wow you were so distracted by those other ladies that's probably what <laughs> that's it was, what it was. <laughs> we both the sketch i mean i think of the sketch that we did jack nicholson's pillow fight <laughs> Oh, you have a bunch of hot chicks. Oh, yeah. Just, oh. okay, ladies. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> oh. Too much clothing on here. I mean, just, I didn't, the writers wrote great, great stuff, but the, I think about some of that stuff now. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, Good I mean, luck if, to you both look, you. if you look back at, like, <laughs> well, no, if you look at, like, old, you know, movies or clips or even comedy you know, sketches. It's like, can we get away with everything's that? canceled? Uh, oh, every, and For half now. the stuff I did at Mad TV, anything, it's all yeah, uh, yeah. We like, gotta, remember we Eddie Murphy, Delirious? Oh yeah. Could he say no. half the shit he was no. saying back then? Now I watched that before all this 
recent stuff. Yeah. I'm like, it's all out. And it, yeah. was it Delirious is the one where he had yeah. the gay thing? Yeah. Where he's like, you can't yeah, get up my butt. Yeah. With the other one where he was like, a girl hangs out with her gay friend and kisses him, comes home with AIDS on yeah. her lips. Yeah. And I'm like, man. But again. But he was saying, he was saying like. Oh, the, the, the title words, on yeah. the tape is, the, well, I always like to call it the homo F word. It's the it says it right there on your yeah. on the rundown of what's on oh, the album. Right. It's just the f word. And you're like, oh my god! Yeah, like they didn't. Nobody cared. See, but you can't get you can't do that now. No it's, way. PC culture will just yeah. rip you apart. No way. Yeah. Ah, Joey Diaz will do it. Yeah, Joey can. Well, he he actually. I don't know if you read what's going on with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, he's but he's fighting back. Joey's putting up a, a little wall. Yeah, but we'll, well see. the thing with Joey Diaz is like. You know, hey, cocksucker, yeah. what you see is what you get. I'm yeah. here at the church, and they cocksuckers, look at <laughs> right. my ball. That's pretty funny. Everybody's right. a cocksucker. We're going to have the three jokes going on. Right. <laughs> fucking fuck you all right I don't fucking care who's looking. But I feel like that whole, like that whole crew, like yeah. that whole crew of guys, you know, I mean, whether they're guilty of it or not, at least, at least Joey Diaz, like, is yeah. kind of unapologetic about he's it. He's like, right. I'm fucking reformed now. Yeah. Well, that and the fact that, yeah, maybe it happened, and he's like, it wasn't a problem. It can't be now because you can't yeah. bring it to me now So because I told you about it. I didn't try to right. hide anything. He didn't hide yeah, it. Well, then Joe Rogan it. got thrown under the bus because yeah. he was laughing. Yeah, if, you've got, if, you, if you get on your soapbox and tell everybody how to act and think, yeah. you can't have that. They'll, they'll come back and yeah. come and get you. That's why Joey Diaz is great. That's why like the yeah. Stearns of the world, I think Rogan to a certain point is protected because they've told us the whole time that's yeah. what's been going on. Yeah, I mean, I <clears throat> some people have, have asked me, like, why weren't you, you know, outspoken about all this stuff? I'm like, I don't have the authority to be an outspoken. When person. did we ever want comedians to tell us that? Like yeah. when in the past? When they, they started said- being uh, doing fake, not using the Trump fake news, but when they started doing news shows and people started using John Stewart yes, as, the news, as the news. That's right. true. Then yeah. it became it, like these are the people who are giving us our news. Right. Late night comedians with their monologues, which sure. is not what it's supposed to be. I yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah. But I never once thought as a kid, I'm like, geez, this is a pretty rough time geopolitically. I wonder what Dennis Wolfsburg thinks. Right. <laughs> you know, I never, because it was crazy. <laughs> right. You don't ever think you know, your comedians as the We voice. did a sketch at Frank TV that was uh, Johnny Carson was a newscaster. And what if he, you know, uh, there was a huge wreck on the 10 <laughs> yesterday. And uh, you know how many people died, Ed? No. Oh. <laughs> uh, over a hundred. Tragics. Yes. Very bad news. Terrible news. <laughs> My grandma was in there. That's awful to hear. Yeah, so was, sorry for your yeah, loss. We, that was a- <laughs> we'll be back with weather and sports. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was but all these, these terrible stories oh. and then Johnny Carson navigating through. Oh, genius. Yeah. People are relying too much on celebrities to be the answer to everything right now, and that's because we're all tweeting. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> my, my opinion on that is just sit down. Thank you. Let the let the pros and the experts. The problem is the pros it. and the experts are celebrities as well. Yeah, that's the weird part. Yeah, and president. That's what I mean. <laughs> like the presidents. Do one. you me? <laughs> Do you me, Donald Trump? <laughs> so fucking good. <laughs> Beautiful. Are right, we gonna re- we're gonna see what's? Oh in yeah, I want to see what's, what's in your history. Then we we'll get out of here. Tweets are and this is this is an awkward thing for every guest to have to deal with. But I'm real actually, quick, I want to ask you guys what. For like with COVID and stuff, do you think that everybody's just going to get it and we're all going to be immune? Or yes, gonna wait I think for everybody's going to get it. Everyone's going to. I think it. it's. I personally think it's bad. Yeah. I think you should try and do everything you can to be safe. Yeah. But I also think that I think the news still ramps it up a lot more. For sure. Um, 
but uh, you don't want you could be the person, and I don't want to be the person that gives it to you. That's what he right. John, uh, John always talks about as well. Sure. Um, so I want to be careful, and um, but I, 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 Fauci said there's he thinks 2021 is going to have a vaccine late the late that soon. You think? Yeah, that's what he's saying. He says he's optimistic that it could. Um, but even if it, I, mean, I don't know. It's I'm I'm mixed feelings. I think. Uh, I, I, people just people are so worried about rights being taken away, but at the same time, nobody worries about you wearing a shirt at the store. Nobody, right. you know, it's just I don't know. But at this, at the other side of it is, it feels like everybody's going after everybody. Yeah. So people do want to take a stand. I don't know if that's the right thing to take the stand on, but it's something people feel like. They I can. just thought it was weird. Like, so COVID happens, so right? COVID everybody, happened. COVID <laughs> happens, <laughs> and then. And then everybody's like panic and quarantined and mass. And then, and then, you know, the <clears throat> George Floyd, you know, yeah. incident happens. And then, you know, people took to the streets and tens of thousands. Right. So we're now easily distracted. They like what happened to yeah. COVID all of a sudden. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like, all right. So now you got COVID, you got the George Floyd protesting riots. Right. You know, during all this, we launched a freaking, you know, spaceship. The Bob and Doug spaceship. The SpaceX. Yeah. Remember that three o'clock on a Tuesday? Like, of course I do. Remember it really well. <laughs> the, the astronauts were Bob and Doug. Yeah. Hey. So we're going to space, eh? Yeah. Hey, let's get up there, right? Good day here, eh? Good let's, day, Hoser. Let's send up a couple white guys. <laughs> right. Let's, let's make sure, just in case the end of the world happens, we're gonna have two white. There's a hot chick up there waiting for them. And then we're gonna the girl from TikTok. <laughs> Hilda Brandt. What's her name? Hildy Osland, eh? Hildy Osland. Smoking hot, right? Okay. Have a beer. She's old enough, right? I hope so. Okay. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because it's uh, we're bass. If you go to a bass pro shop and you watch the feeding, like they all go to one thing, and it's like, oh, that's clearly important. And right. then somebody drops something in the other side, and all of them go over there. Right. And it's like, wow, that distraction. And we're no different. Like, what happened to ISIS? <laughs> we're not even mad at them. They anymore. were they were huge for a minute, <laughs> right. right? They were like, this goddamn COVID man just totally took us yeah. off. <laughs> Fucking COVID man. <laughs> Like what happened to AIDS? Remember AIDS was big for a minute. You know what? Happened? For a minute, AIDS didn't. AIDS didn't even cancel the gay pride parade <laughs> when it was big, and COVID did. That is where our distractions live. Think of that. In the eighties, they oh had God. gay pride parades with AIDS, right. and then COVID's like, no, that's too right. far. We can't. COVID's we can't like, risk no. it. COVID trumped everything. Yeah, it won. The great humiliator of life. Yeah, we'll see. We're not entitled to a vaccine. I watched a Swedish guy on TV say that. He goes, you think you're entitled? You're not. Because in five years, we may not have one, and we'll be herd immune. I'm like, oh, Jesus, this guy thought it through for five years. I well, I I mean, I, I actually agree with that. I think that it's just, if who knows if they're going to come up with a vaccine. Right. But at some point, I think everybody's just going to either get it or get a mild strain of it. Yeah. You know, something. Most of it is tens. My understanding is, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I don't want to be giving out the wrong information. But the reason the hospitals are oversaturated at this point is because now – there are other procedures and stuff oh, yeah. all going on. So I beds to a, are taken for other things. A neurosurgeon talked to me there. He goes, this has never been about whether or not you're afraid to get it as society. It's how fast it gets into our hospitals. And now he's, because he does cancer stuff, he's like, I have to uh, like wait a month longer to get very important things done for my cancer patients because we're so strained with this. Have they COVID. pushed that stuff? Because the first time they canceled all They that canceled stuff. a ton, but he's like, look, it takes me a month and a half to get these tests ordered for somebody I just diagnosed in the first place. Now it's three. And he goes, that's crucial five weeks. 
But he said, these are yeah. the things that we have to think about. And that's all we're really doing is making sure the hospitals can handle everything. And think about the yeah, There's so many deaths that could happen. Right. That because it's like we prioritized a virus yes. over everybody else's way of dying. But it right. has to be taken care of. <clears throat> yeah. But when it fills the hospital, all these other things that you don't think about. Like if you, if you just found out right now, you got a brain tumor. And it's you know cancerous. You got and they're like, look, basement. what do we do? Right, you got to go to a days in in Yuma. You got to, but you got to figure out. Don't you know, worry, what's my timeline? I can take- you, did you say Yuma? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it's a great Sebastian word. <laughs> they're also saying that if you if you die of something like let's say you yeah. commit suicide, you get in a car accident, you get shot, and you whatever, have it. and you have COVID, they 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 mark that they check it yeah. out some people say no some people say yes that they do count that there's there's conflicting information on uh, that okay. i'm sure I, some do some don't yeah and, and it's a money thing it's a money game because they get more money for the covid sure the, yeah for the COVID. you know what i'm confused about because i watched a netflix guy uh amazon guy yahoo guy bill gates all these people throwing like a billion dollars each at it mm. uh like if like isn't that the pharmaceutical company's way of, wouldn't this take forever then? If it doesn't, if five billion dollars just gets handed to you because you found a disease, wouldn't you be like, let's make more of these? Yeah, because that because if I'm yeah, running a business, money maker. Yeah, if I'm running a business and people are donating billions of dollars, I'm like, the best business in the world is an incurable sure. virus, and let's keep everybody. You know, let's get that fear factor going. Yeah. Let's keep everybody quarantined because five billion dollars should fix some stuff. <clears throat> yeah, something should happen fast. But they're like, yeah, you know, we keep you. Here's another billion. And I'm like, this should be going the other way but if i'm on the other side i'm like no 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 don't cure this because we'll just keep getting more and more donations the more afraid everybody is there may sadly more power fortune. there's yeah. more power yeah. more sadly sadly that's that's yeah. i think the truth so yeah. Yeah. well well then we're all gonna have it yeah and eventually it'll go away well, well when we'll this see. from this valley let's go to a peak <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we just we're gonna check turn this we're gonna check john's uh Porn it's, history. It's, uh, this is the weirdest thing that, that I'm calling it. His uh, these are these are going to be your Citizen Kane moments. This is Frank's new peak in his career because he's filthy. Yeah, we Frank. go back to vintage Madden and Summerall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He'll do Summerall, I'll do Madden, and uh, we just take a look at his history, at my porn history, and take a look at some of the titles. And there's some great ones. <laughs> Here we go, John. We ta- I love taking a look at people's faces as I read these things. <laughs> here we go in the very first one, top of the list, John. All right, there here we go. go. Massage rooms, petite blonde sucks and fucks big cock until intense climax. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. I mean, that's a, I mean, I mean, they tell you pretty much everything that's going to happen in there, Pat. It's just up to the visual at that point. Jeff. So, in this one, I think you've probably watched this one. So, it starts out. Are they fully clothed in the massage room? Starts out as a basic massage, John. And then things the, get hair. Okay, so yeah. I mean, I mean, does it escalate? I mean, let me see if it's a, a, a intense. Uh, petite sucks and fucks. No, it does go that. Oh, play. Press play on there. Yeah. I mean, here we go. Oh, so this one's put together by a group that has some nice. Ent- oh, yeah. Just, I mean, it's really, it's serene. I mean, it's like they're in heaven if you believe in that sort of thing. And you, I believe you, he's got a sore back, John. Yeah, he's just there for a treatment. He's 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 a little stressed. He's been stressed. Maybe he's thinking about COVID or some of the stuff he he's done. And we fast forward halfway through. Holy. <laughs> Holy shit, Pat! She's she's grinding on him. That's that thing you talked about last week. That f- forward cowgirl, right? That's exactly right, John. It's good for his back. Yeah, he doesn't have to have move a lot there. You know what throws me off a little bit though? That they have the watermark on there the whole time. <laughs> I mean, when it, I mean, uh, what is it? Well, I'm I'm bringing it close to my face so I could see it. Massage rooms. You you porn. I mean, they they didn't get real creative with that. But she looks like she's having a great time. Got another one? Sure. <laughs> is that you 
Hornet. Uh, one more and then we'll get out of here. Oh, my God. All right, I'm going to give you one. Do you, uh, you know what? You were talking about the airport earlier, too. I'm going to go back into your name, Ahmed Ahmed. Do you, yeah. Did that? You get flagged at airports. Does that still? Um, like I, I said, I used I, to a lot because I said to, do you do you feel the the same kind of um, racism or whatever? You know, the the people like when they see you or the, do you feel that? Like I I said to John before, I go, imagine being a med a med and sneezing on a plane <laughs> while while wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah I that's, mean it's that's a double threat. Yeah. Uh, you know, right after 9-11, for a good 10 years, I was constantly uh, detained. Uh, I was oh. I got arrested a couple times. No kidding. <clears throat> yeah, because they just, because my name matches the name of a terrorist in the Middle East. It, oh, and, and we kind of look alike. Like, I Googled Why don't you do, like, the Michael J. Fox thing and throw in an initial? <sighs> Ahmed Epstein. <laughs> Ahmed, Ahmed J. Ahmed. You want to go Epstein right now. Well, you I, mean I, to tell me? I mean to tell Yeah. Sorry. I'm oh, Ed, my God. Ed, I had Ed, a terrible joke that I won't do. <laughs> Oh, I were... actually I wrote a movie that I I wanted you to play a part in. I think I told you everybody about. has a movie that never gets made. Well, now... They want to play a part. <laughs> Thanks, in. That might buddy. be why. Maybe, maybe once maybe they pitch the, the Franks in it, they're like never pitch it without me. I, I wrote I wrote a movie called uh, Ahmed versus Ahmed, and it's about a comedian and a terrorist who look alike and we share the same name, oh. and we're accidentally ruining each other's lives. So we seek each other out to destroy each other, and then we end up accidentally taking on each other's lives. Oh. There's a couple CIA agents. Um, in there, yeah, I think you'd be it's great for it. Freaky oh. Arab Friday, kind of. And now back to <laughs> you, part Naughty Ariana Ooh, Marie part. and Big Dick Italian pounding fantasy. <laughs> one of my favorites, John. Oh I like, yeah, I like the cultural yeah. stuff. I mean, I do. You know who would be great in that one is the Italian pounding fantasy. <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, <laughs> Italian, speaking of pounding, <laughs> funny you should bring that up. John, I got a pound of cheese and you can't get in Chicago without cultural meat. All right. This has been awesome. Yeah, fun. Um, thank you, guys you so rock, much. Man. Uh, bay, uh, thank safe you travel. Time, no, absolutely. This thank is, you for, you, for I want people time. to know you've you changed your, you didn't have a flight, but you booked a later flight to be able to, to come in here and stuff like that. Super it's, nice. It's an honor and privilege. I, I've been watching your guys. On you the have? Line. Yeah. So I didn't realize. I'm Who the hell is watching this? That's always surprises. Tens of thousands. Wow. Hundreds. That's but now that I'm here in the studio, now I, now I, I see the magic. This yeah. is great. And if you are watching this, you have no idea. This is a, this is a wonderland for anybody who likes <laughs> really anything comic book related. Well, I also noted you you have uh is that the Black Manta over there? Or what's it? Yeah, that's Black Manta. Black, yeah. yeah. Uh, How about that? Yeah, that's uh That's a new one. I don't yeah, know. No, no, that's really been there. Has it? That's been there. Really? You just weren't paying attention. That's uh Aquaman's foe from yeah. Super Friends. Yep. Our, that's right. Our toy now, the Keep it twenty twenty toys. <laughs> collectibles from the twenty twenty. I mean the Mork and Mindy it's uh lunch spot. Oh no 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 my favorite thing here. Black Mindy, Mindy, Mindy. Pretty great. Six feet away. Every guest gets to pick one thing and leave with it. By the way, um, Steve Byrne posted your episode of Sullivan and Son when you had the thing with Christine Ebersole. Did you see it? Oh, no, no. It's on his Instagram if you check it out. It's, okay. it's your episode. He's, I think weekly he's been posting episodes yeah. of Sullivan and Son. <clears throat> and you were doing that Robin Williams impression. I think you did Sean Connery as well. Of course. Were you guys loaded? Did you have to do a bunch of impressions on that one? That's that's all. Everybody rewrites. Anytime I've ever been on a show, they rewrite the part specifically for, for Taylor, Taylor, for him you know, to be that. rich, little on the love boat. 
Like, hey, can I just create a character? Yeah, a character who does impressions, impressions. and, and <laughs> annoys name people. Is Frank, and it's, it's always I'm Tony Danza. Hey, can you guys call me Tony so I know to turn around? And Christine Ebersol's character on the show really liked Frank, but uh, she got sick of his impressions. That's what happens in every show. <laughs> she broke up with him because of that. Same. It was the same thing I, on I, Hot. I never know who I'm getting. That was the hot. Same in thing in Hot in Cleveland. Well, same thing. Oh yeah. Right. Everybody always. I'm, which turns out they did with Rich Little on Love Boat and right. Uh, right. But American Hot in Cleveland, stuff. you were only interesting as the impression. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's always a different little take, but that's hilarious. That's and, and they dress me in all brown. I look like a UPS driver. <laughs> and then uh, Jane. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Jane. Oh, leaves Eve. Jane leaves. leaves yeah. Ooh. She's like, yeah. Well, you look. Oh, she's Mrs. Doubtfire. Right. Oh, well, hello. You look kind of cute in that, don't you? <laughs> well, hello. Who, yeah. Regina, We're gonna get you back in there. You got to write a movie about that. Yeah. Okay. It'll never get made. Yeah. And there's Frank's. <laughs> it's out. It's out. Never happened again. Always good. Thank you, man. Yeah. Awesome this has stuff. been fun. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Pleasure. And and harmonize. Done. 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 Hello. Done.